Mama, I got bad news, bad news. I've been rolling with some bad dudes, bad dudes. I've been trying to get a bag to, a bag to. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Ashes to Awesome podcast, Rising in Recovery. Our podcast provides light, hope, and understanding about addiction and mental health to those living within that life and the people who love them. This episode is brought to you by Together We Can, where Canada recovers from addiction. That's twcrecoverylife.org. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another edition of the Kaleidoscope Wednesday on the Ashes to Awesome podcast. I'm your host, Chuck Flange, and today in virtual studio, of course, I am sitting with Ryan Bathgate. How are you doing today, Ryan? Uh, good today. But, uh, you know, as you as you know, we've got some exciting stuff happening around here um, that I, based on my uh, association to the organization, can't speak too much about, um, yep. but yep. I'm sure that you will. But, yeah, no, we got a lot of cool things going on, and, um, you know, I, I, I think I want to take a second and just uh, express uh, some extreme gratitude for your dedication and devotion to um, helping the people that I personally serve. Um, and, uh, yeah, like it's, uh, you know, what we're doing is it's pretty cool. And, you know, I'm always about, let's, 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 let's look at the system and see where the, where the holes are. And this is a really good way to look, do that, look at that and bring some awareness to all levels of our, of our social tapestry. Well, Um, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll speak to that real quick, Ryan. Uh, it's an easy thing to get behind The, the thanks really aren't needed. It's, uh, you know, having experienced homelessness myself. Um, and it's, it's a rough go out there, man. It's a really yeah. rough go. So I, I'm more than happy to do it. And, and to the listeners, um, I guess by the time this airs, you may or may not have seen some of it. We'll, we'll see how it all goes. But what we're doing is there, uh, there's a, um, 24 hour homeless event happening in mission BC. And we are, um, what the show is doing is covering this event where they've got 10 ish, what, whatever the amount is, um, volunteers that have come in to live like somebody who is unhoused. And, and do it for 24 hours without the benefit of keys and cards and cash and phones and all the things. And uh, just to get to experience how tough that can be out there and, you know, trying to get some basic things done in life. So uh, what, what we're going to do is interview those people before and after uh, for a quick little five-minute interview and, and kind of get their takeaways from it. I, I'm really excited to do it this afternoon. I'm, I've been looking forward to it now for a couple months. And let's go, right? So, yeah. yeah, and, you know, um without saying too much uh, i'm i'm fortunate to be a uh, part of an organization that has uh, an extremely innovative and creative leader uh that um has a deep understanding of all levels of the social tapestry and so uh, it's a good spot for me personally because of my you know that injustice uh bone that i have to constantly be uh i don't know picking scratching it's an itch yeah it's an itch <laughs> yeah yep. so uh, yeah so no um yeah, so so like you know, like I said, there's a lot of cool things happening, and and uh, and then I think today we're gonna we're gonna get into like you know we talked last week uh, a lot about loneliness, and 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 the reason is uh, because we should I, probably introduce what 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 we're doing here. I never did do that, so <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll tell you what, I'm gonna shut yeah. up for a second. Okay, okay. Let me let me uh, introduce <laughs> what the what today's all about, and then we'll get to it. And you know, I'll do my job, then you could do your job, and then we could do our job. How's that sound? Right? Yeah, okay. that sounds pretty good. <laughs> all right, all right. So yeah. uh, this is our, our second part in a, in a three part series about connection, and uh, this one we're gonna call paradigm shift. So take it away from there. That's that's all you had to do is wait for that man. Come on. Okay. Well, you know me. I'm uh, I'm I'm really good at boundaries for me, just not everyone else. <laughs> so, 
I, the reason I, I say paradigm shift is because it becomes an opportunity for us. Um, and so I talked about what implies, uh, and, you know, like what implies another thing. In, in, order, in order for something to exist, the contrast has to be present for it to have sustainability, if that makes any sense. You know, we don't, like a fish, a fish doesn't know that it lives in water until it jumps out of water and experiences <laughs> what it's like to be outside of water. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it, the, the, and the, at that point, the fish knows the difference between wet and dry. Yeah. So, um, we talked about loneliness because loneliness, I think, is such a, uh, a, a, I think it's something that impacts all of us at some point in our life, and it changes the way we are and the way that we see the world. And I think that that um, is a really crucial part of this process because we have to understand what the other side is in order to appreciate, um, you know, the yin or the yang. If that okay. makes any sense to you, okay? So yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, and so I think we kind of like we left off um, exploring, you know, what loneliness was, how we experience it, what it feels like. And, it, you know, it's it, it, the best thing that I can do is is, is describe it as, uh, you know, being lost in a cave, you know, like uh, without any direction. And, and there's no light and there's, a, uh, you know, almost a sense of hopelessness that exists within that state. Um, and so. To, you know, it, I guess, like, I don't like to spend a lot of my time in deficit thinking, but it is important to explore the deficit in order to understand the asset, if that makes sense to you. Okay. It does, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, you know, I just put myself in that space, and I'm in, and when I'm in a state of loneliness, um, what am I really yearning for? Like, you know, like, uh, we do all, we have all these coping strategies that we've developed throughout um, both history and our social tapestry that are really not conducive to the human spirit and how the human spirit can thrive or flourish. And I talk about, when I say the word flourish, I always think about organics. I think about, you know, that thing we talked about, about like the nutrients being required, the, 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 the uh, you know, the, the rain, the sun, and then the, the tension that's created from a storm and how that creates a stronger organism. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we, 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 I, you know, like, I don't know if you've ever been on Bender before or anything like that. And you come out of that and you wake up. And the first thing that we wake open our eyes to is the cold, hard reality of the loneliness that exists within that moment. Now yeah. Yeah. that every time is an opportunity. Unfortunately, most of us, uh, we, Get rid of that feeling as soon as possible, which is snort, sniff, drink, shoot, uh, swallow, yeah. whatever, ingest. Uh, and that's the easy way for us. I mean, you know, like um, people that have, have experienced characteristics of addiction, it's very in our face what the problem is or, or sorry, what our solution to that problem is. And there are many resources like this network um, to be able to help with that. The the I think that where it becomes difficult is that uh, I think, you know, we got seven. Now I read something that there's seven point eight billion people in the world now. Uh, so maybe, maybe I'm on some old stats, but that seems I like think, a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, but I just read that yesterday, and I'm like, oh boy, I guess I better shift my uh, my my data. Well, um, we're old. We're old. We yeah, can get away yeah, with saying yeah, old things, right? Yeah. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you call a quarter two bits? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's old. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I guess what I'm saying here is like every time that that happens, every time we experience the depths of loneliness, there is opportunity. Uh, yeah. And yeah. and how often, I mean, it almost takes like, 
it almost takes a a extreme number of times to be in that space before we start to crawl out. And I mean like trudgingly crawl out. And we don't know where we're going. The reason it's scary is like because we don't know what's going to happen. Fear is a lack of information. And so um, when I think about that space, I'm, uh, I got options. I can either, you know, get more of whatever I've been using to cope, whether it be money, donuts, sex, alcohol, drugs, um, which to me are the same, um, or, you know, whatever that might be, or the other option. And what that option is, 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 is where we start to begin the process of healing and, and really flourishing as a human being. And it's really simple. It, it, we, we pick up the phone. You know, we reach out. And that moment, it, it requires such an incredible amount of courage. And, and courage is, just, it, 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 it is um, I think it is the number one thing that we need to be practicing on a daily basis in order to access the things that we want to achieve in life, which are predominantly embedded in joy and happiness and understanding and peace and all of these beautiful things, creativity, um, which is that shift to the right side of the brain. So, so how do we take loneliness and turn that into something fruitful? How do we make it a strength? How do we go from deficit to asset in something that is like, you know, I, and I've said this so many times in the show, that, you know, a, a life hack is to try and find value where value is undetectable. So how do we find value in loneliness when it's seemingly impossible and undetectable? How? Okay. Yeah. How? How? Yeah. And how? Yeah. And the answer is pretty simple. We access a what's called a phasic strength, which means phasic means it is flexible. It goes up and down. Yes. So um, when we look at a list of strengths, and there's 24 common strengths as per the values in action survey called VIA. It's a VIA strength survey. Okay. And they, so they did this. Uh, they, they We use this in organizational culture development. Um, yep. And so VIA is a, um, a tool, I guess you'd say, that we use to, um, to do an assessment on our own personal uh, strengths as a human being. So they, they, they did this study over uh, a number of years with 50 of the top researchers in the world and went through all cultures and all, through all countries, and they pulled out 24 strengths that every single human being embodies. You do that. I can't, your mic's off. I can't hear you. I'm, I'm looking at this list right now, actually. <laughs> I just I just pulled it oh, up here. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I'm not making it up. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not start qualifying it like that every time. Eh? Jeez, eh? All right. <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, like for me, my top strength is, is uh, I've done the survey many times. And usually uh, bravery is number one, um, yep. love of learning, curiosity, creativity, leadership. And so um, hmm. when we think about those strengths, like some of those strengths will be in the middle, 15, yep. 16. But yep. say, like, let's just say bravery is one. Okay. And that, so there, that, when, that, when bravery goes from 15 to 1 for an instance, that's called yep. a phasic movement. Ah, okay, that all makes sense. Okay, yeah, right. Ties together so, nice. yep. okay. so at any time we can access these strengths, but it's about again understanding our consciousness, 
understanding our ability to access awareness and expanding our horizon of understanding um, to include things that are happening outside of our awareness so they don't impact us in a negative way. Alan Watts, I, I know I say this about probably every other show, everyday ordinary consciousness leaves out more than it takes in. I don't okay. think you've ever said that exact word. No, in the show. really? Exact quote in the show. No, no. Oh my God. I, I, <laughs> so, so okay. I, I hate to challenge you, man, but that was like, that was a bold statement every second show. And I'm like, yeah, I've never, I've never heard that before. So, yeah. Well, what do I know? <laughs> you mentioned, uh, you mentioned, you think it every well, show. Well, I, I do, show. and it, because it's such a part of my regular thought process. <laughs> yeah. Now, if, I, if you understand what that means, okay, everyday yeah. ordinary consciousness. Yeah. Okay. It takes in more or leaves out more than it takes in in other words there's so much happening outside of our awareness out beyond our horizon of understanding that impacts okay. the way that we operate in our day-to-day -day life world okay okay and this is why all these things that happen like like understanding how trauma is affected to you know uh let's just say let's say i'm somebody who's deeply traumatized um one day i wake up i run across somebody, uh, uh, I meet them, and then I just decide to go home, pack my bags, and leave and live a whole life uh, of, like, you know, drug addiction and just leave my whole life behind. Now, okay. and how does that impact, how does trauma impact that? So that is a happening outside of awareness, that trauma happens where I don't believe based on my traumatic experience that I, and, and the reinforcement of shame, that I have the ability to deserve the life that I am currently living. So I forfeit it and thinking that I'm chasing this like exciting experience of like sex, drugs and rock and roll, you know what I mean? But really what's happening yeah. is, is, is it's a, it's a, uh, outside of my awareness, I, I, I have a belief that I don't deserve to have a good life because I didn't say, I don't know if I, maybe I was sexually abused and I didn't stand up for myself. So I will never give myself any credit I don't deserve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. so when, when we start to expand our horizon of understanding, the things that those things that are impacting us outside of awareness become into awareness and give us access to control of that. So okay. now we, now we have, when we have an understanding of it, we know how to use it. It's part of our being. It's not in the outside, uh, doing, you know, like the, what do you call the, puppeteer thing you know marionette, uh, yeah. marionette yeah, yeah. pulling the strings whatever pulling yeah. the strings exactly and, yeah. and yeah. so so when 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 uh, the outside of awareness events start controlling our lives which they do for all, pretty much all of us until we keep expanding that horizon of understanding we will never really be able to to get out of the grips of what the impact of those events are okay. and so like you know I, i've heard so many times it was like yeah i'm i don't i don't understand how you know my trauma um has got me to this place I am today. And then we'll have a conversation where I kind of open up the awareness start, start and, and then the, you can see the light bulb going on, like boop, 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 all these dots and like, Oh my God, like, I, Oh my God, like I can totally see how that, yeah. how that has affected me 30 years yeah. later. And so, um, and so like, and, and so now we have this great opportunity. Now we understand loneliness. We understand what it is like in, in as part of our being. And when it's, when it's, it, and when it becomes, um, you know, embodied within our awareness, we now can access that as part of who we are, which means it's not all of who we are. Yeah. So yeah. what we don't attend to or what we don't, um, whatever we don't, what's there's a saying to this, uh, whatever we don't control controls us. All right. Okay. So 
So if I have a history of trauma and I don't attend to that, I don't have it inside of awareness, it is doing an immense amount of damage. And it's really you know, doing its job because it's trying to keep us safe. And it thinks keeping us safe is to keep us isolated. And to keep us isolated is actually against the entire um, makeup of what we are as human beings. We are connectable beings. That is our whole uh, um, uh, access to meaning and purpose is to be connectable. So how do we become connectable from loneliness? Yeah. Yeah. And that, and, 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 it, and it is really like, you know, talk therapy is really good with that. But I mean, it's, it's just like the access to vulnerability. So if we think about loneliness and how loneliness and shame work together so well, uh, because shame needs secrets to thrive. Okay. And loneliness is uh, a darkness that also in, uh, feeds shame to be able to be so strong. Yeah. And as yeah, long as right. I feel like I'm not enough, I will never be beyond I'm not enough. And, I, and that makes me think of like Mandela, Gandhi, uh, Martin Luther King, like those people all believe they had the power to change the world and they did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm -hmm. if they were in that space of shame, they would have never got to where they got to because yeah. they would have never believed they had the power to do that. Now, so like, I, so when I look at that for myself, I'm like, you know, whether or not I do change the world, which, you know, in reality is I probably won't, uh, but <laughs> as long as I believe I can, yeah. then I have the power to do so. Fair enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so mm -hmm. now I know, now I know loneliness. It's, and, I, and I think about this as like, you know, one thing I know how to do in this world is I know how to be poor. You know, I've got a lot of practice. <laughs> I got that aced. Yeah. 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 You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so, but by knowing how to be poor has informed me on how to be responsible, accessing a freedom when it comes to economics. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and so I look at like, I grew up in a, in a, pretty posh place in co-ops and like some of the people there never understood poor what it is to be poor and as life went on they uh the the gold the, the silver spoon kind of lost its luster and then they experienced it they experienced poorness and had no idea what to do with that you know what i mean so it yeah. always yeah. finds a way to balance itself up so now what are my opportunities here well now i know that i don't enjoy the experience of loneliness it feels and it feels like it's against um the, the human spirit itself. And so what do we, and what do we need to feel human? We need connection and connection is, is the, is the answer. Connect, connection is the conduit that love travels through. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? And so, oh, yeah, how, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so let's look at the, the anatomy of connection. How do I turn that? So what do I have to do? I have to start practicing the art of living. I have to practice. In other words, there are no expectations of being perfect. There are no expectations of being you know, uh, um, amazing at whatever I'm doing. I'm just practicing. Like when I was learning how to do a snapshot, I sat in the backyard and I did snapshots over and over and over again until I finally broke all the, all the, uh, stucco off the wall and got shit by my dad. But, you know, you know, like over, yeah. you know, what I mean? and like same as like throwing a yeah. curveball. You need to learn how to do it and practice doing it. And so, and when we talk about the art of living, we get one life to live and it, it, there are no rules. The rules that we have in life are rules that are probably imposed by us by the social, social tapestry or shame laden. And so I, I, never, I never look at it. I just look like, it's, you know, instead of a rule, I call it a boundary. I call it a technology. I call it, you know, it's something that helps me become more than who I already am. And yeah. so the only rule that we really have is to enjoy the gift of life that we've been given. If yeah. we are practicing the art of living, then we are practicing the exp self-expression of life itself. 
Okay, and so and so and, and art has no art is hermeneutic. It has no um, uh, it, it, sorry, uh, I'll I'll define that word. Hermeneutic is <laughs> yeah. a fancy word for interpretation of yep. uh, chiching. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so um, so how do we interpret? the expression of life and like, and so like, so how do we, what do we do? How do we practice that? Um, so Chuck, you're, you're, it's something you're naturally good at is, is expressing your vulnerabilities. Um, and I think that when we have the courage to, to, to put our emotions out on the table with it, you know, yep. uh, cause that's a scary place to be, like, like to be honest, like I'm going to yep. put my true feelings out and what you do with them is not in my control. That's yeah. scary. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, but, but that's how we create the medium. Yeah. So connection requires authenticity. Authenticity requires honesty and transparency. And like, and I hear all just like, you know, asterisks, don't try and be authentic. It's never going to work. <laughs> you either you know? are, you're not right. Well, yeah. No, but yeah. It, yeah. there isn't an anatomy to, to authenticity. Like yeah. if you're focusing on being, on being transparent, being honest, being integral, um, and, and standing up for what you believe in, the byproduct of that will be authenticity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. So, um, so when it comes to like us uh, entering into the realm of like transcending into a connectable being, we have to, I mean, there's going to be fear. So we need courage, you know, yep. we're going to have to find a support network or a support group, or even a support person that we get to practice this on where we're not going to feel judged. We're not going to feel pushed out. We're not going to feel rejected and we're not going to feel less than, you know, yeah. and, and and so I would go back to the tenants again. Find somebody that you feel heard, seen, loved, and can be lovable with. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. and and then we we just practice these things, and and as we do that externally, there's a shift that happens intrinsically that um, that starts to create and evolve a level of intrinsic resource based in self worth, self self respect, and self esteem that starts to grow and grow and grow. So the more that I become connectable, the more I become complete as a human being, as a, as a, as a, you know, what we were designed to be, which is connectable. And so, um, so I guess like we, 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 we want to archive the loneliness feeling. We want to put it in the library. Uh, we want to be able to go and, and, you know, leave our, our bag at the door of emotion and go and, and look up that chapter of our life about what loneliness looked like how we experienced it and what it means to us. And I say, cherish our experience of loneliness uh, yep. because, because, you know, like I said, in, 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 in part one, loneliness changes us. Loneliness can, can, can take away our childhood. It can take away our dreams. It can take away um, our hopes, our ambition, our access to potential. And most of all, our access to capacity. Because we we the, all of a sudden this glass ceiling drops when we're in a state of loneliness and our and our intrinsic resources are low, and we don't feel like we have the ability to be more than what we are, which is stuck in a hole or stuck in a cave, yeah. you know. And like, um, and so what do what do we need? Like, I need I need Chuck. I need you. I need you to throw me a ladder down to this hole, and I, yeah. I don't want you to I don't want you to get me out. I yeah. want you to come down there with me first. Oh, there's that that story, right? That story yeah, about yeah. the addict in the hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah right. right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I think of the Brene Brown uh, sympathy empathy versus empathy video, which is pretty funny. It's a short little clip yep. on YouTube. Yep. Uh, 
and like so empathy is going down in the hole with a person so that's what we require we require empathy we require somebody that we can be connectable with that can take our vulnerability mm -hmm. with understanding and empathy and use it as a way to reflect back to us um our our actual true worth because in here in our mind we're i mean it's a, it's a it's the, the you know like our mind is a can be a monster you can tell us things that are absolutely ridiculous that we'll actually believe until they're externalized. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, and we get this feedback that says, Hey, you know what, actually you're, you're, you know, like the, the strengths does is, you know, you're resilient, you're brave, you're intelligent, uh, you're resourceful. And like, so if I'm think, talking about like, even like, let's go to the extreme. Someone's been living on the street for 10 years. They're going to embody those things Yeah, yeah. as, yeah. as survivors, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Hey guys, it's time for a quick public service announcement. But before we do that, I just wanted to mention that it is International Overdose Awareness Day on August 31st. And it's a time to really think about some of the people that we've lost. We've done a ton of episodes here. Um, I'm not even sure what the count is. Close to 20 now, um, Memorial Mondays, where we celebrate the lives of the people that we've lost. And quite frankly, I'm tired of doing them. So pay attention here. Carry some Narcan, please. Anyway, today's service, today's public service announcement is brought to you by by Gotcha Treatment Centers in Phuket, Thailand. They are a clinic run by clinicians, not a business run by businessmen. And they know that where addiction is the smoke, trauma is the fire. Learn more at gotchacenters.com. That's Y-A-T-R-A-C-E-N-T-R-E.com. Hi, everybody. This is Carl with today's public service announcement about naloxone, or as it's more commonly known, Narcan a medication that can help save the life of somebody experiencing an opioid overdose. Did you know that in 2021 opioids were responsible for over 7,000 deaths in Canada and 106,000 deaths in the United States? These numbers are staggering, but there is hope. Narcan is a medication that can reverse the effects of an opioid overdose and help save a life. Narcan is available for free at participating pharmacies and harm reduction centers across Canada and is also available without a prescription at most pharmacies in the United States. Now I know most of you won't be around people using opioids, but you never know when it will be around you, and you could save the life of someone who is loved and who loves. Um, and so and so now we take that, and now I have a foundation of um, of this this being that I am that is rooted in values, and that gives me access to ha have the courage uh, whether physical or not, to be able to open myself up to the vulnerability of connection. And because, I mean, uh, let's be frank, you cannot have connection without vulnerability, not authentic yeah. connection. It's not going to no, happen. It makes you know? sense. And you yeah. cannot have vulnerability without courage. And mm -hmm. so that's why we start with that, that idea. The have the courage to think big, have the courage to believe you can be more than what you are. And, and, yeah. and I'm not saying think that, I'm saying have the courage to start to practice to believe that. What if, what if I could go and get my master's degree? What if I could be a father and raise a family? What if I could, I don't even just get that job that I've always wanted or go back to school or whatever it is, you yeah. know? And I, and, and, and I always say, so like we take that idea and we start processing with people through connectability and it flourishes into something bigger than that. And, and as we move along, it's like the stars align. And, and all, you know, it just kind of comes together. If we look at what happened here, Chuck, you talked to your mom about doing something. Your mom said, why don't you do a podcast? Boom, courage. Yeah. For you to yeah. do that, for, take that first step to go. An immense <laughs> amount of courage. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah, and, I do. And what, and what came along with it? Doubt. Oh. Yep. Insecurity. Mm-hmm. Fear of failure. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. like, think about that, that when I say fear of failure, what are you left with if this doesn't work? You know, and that is, it, 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 the answer doesn't matter, but the feeling of that really oh, yeah. does. <laughs> yeah, you know? Does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like. Today, you, know, right? you know, still, right? You know, well, on yeah. some level, right? So, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, like, yeah. um, you know, like for me, like, I, you know, I, I, I you know, I'm, I, I'm pretty good academically. I'm pretty good. Uh, I've always been pretty good at at school and things like that. But from the age of twenty, I think is the last day I went to a class in college. To to thirty four, I was so afraid to return back to academics because. Yeah. I had nothing except yeah. for my intelligence. Mm-hmm. And if I went to school and failed, then I wouldn't even have that. Yeah. Then yeah. who am yeah. I? You know, yeah. and talk about loneliness. That is a lonely state to be in. So yeah. I stayed away from it and I did jobs that I hated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. until I finally had the courage to, to go and just, uh, you know, I just, I made a full, I made a phone call. And all of a sudden, it just took off. Like it was just like the war, the universe was waiting for me to make that phone call for fourteen years. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And so, um, so this is how we like we transition out of this idea that um, loneliness is a is a perpetual state that will never change because that you know that's not a reality. But it takes action in order to create opportunity. We have Absolutely. to have the courage to make the action to make the thing happen. So we can start momentum in that direction. And typically, okay. like, it doesn't always work out uh, the way we planned. Yeah. Yep. You know, and, you know, to be to be honest with you, like, my, my plan wasn't to um, be doing this. My plan was, wasn't even to be a counselor. Yeah. It yeah. just happened that way that um, it, it's almost like the universe needed that from, from me or uh, for, for the people I was going to cross and, like, you think about like you know to be to be very transparent like you know I've I, I I've had depression I've had, and I've had suicide attempts and thank God that's something I'm not good at because you know like I would have never met all these amazing people yeah. I would have never right. experienced a big like uh, that's what loneliness did is it took me to that place where that was an option yeah. you know so that's the power of it and 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 the other side of that what I've learned from it has molded me into this individual that just wants nothing more than connection. And I told you that story about success and, and it meant with uh, the Father version and your version. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. That, right? yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. and so that, that is a really good example of like understanding both experience and knowledge to create wisdom, to be able to make a decision based on who I want to be in the world and the courage to start walking in that path through a, a momentum and trajectory. And all yeah. I did, I picked the phone up. That was the momentum. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 12 years later, I'm here talking to you about it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah. so like it, it's, it's a really, and, and, and the reason I, I, I said, you know, I, I'm recording this as a paradigm shift because this, this process is a process that can change the rest of our lives. It can change the way that we see ourselves in the world. It can change the way that we we see and feel every single day of our life. Yeah. You know, and, and and I mean for the better. Where I can I can now now I know through this practice that I can shift my lens at any given time, and 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 it alters the reality and the way that my emotions attach to that reality 
and and I can I can be in a place of peaceful um, contentment, which is my ultimate goal. I'm not always in that space, but I know yeah. what it is. I experience it yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and, and you're capable of of getting to it when you need to, right? So, and I've had enough yeah. practice yeah. to know that like yeah. um, it's not it's it's within me. It's not a destination that mm -hmm. I need to go to. It's a place that I need to uncover within myself. Absolutely. And, and, I, th you know, I think. Um, um, uh, go ahead. No, sorry. Continue. No, 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 no. no go ahead. I, I, no, I was, I was, I was going to say. I think that's about the perfect spot to actually kind of wrap up part two of the connection series, right? Where uh, you know we've gotten into through into the paradigm shift now, and right. And yeah, and so like, and so like, yeah. I just yeah. want to keep like, uh, and we'll do a tie up here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's col be collective in this process. If you find yourself in a state of loneliness, mm -hmm. reach out to somebody that has earned the right to hear your story. And yep. tell that person about your loneliness and see how the magic of words shifts the way that we see the world. And if you're listening to this podcast, take some of those ideas of practicing vulnerability, and practicing self-worth, practicing self-care. And, 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 you know, like it, it, one of the things, easiest things we can do to make this loneliness start to dissipate is make connections with people, make connections with ourselves through like, you know, like I, I used to go hit a bucket of balls. I like to go to the gym. I, you know, I like to, um, to go play baseball with my friends. Like all of those things are things that mitigate me from the, from that cave of loneliness. And they yeah. start to open me up to the, the, uh, uh, the potential of, of what connection is. And if we get into that place, then we, we can see as those horizons of understanding start to uh, move, uh, further and further out, bringing more into our awareness we, we can see that our potential is completely unlimited and our ability to, we can do anything we want in this lifetime. It's just a matter of work, hard work and time. Uh, Absolutely. I don't think I'm going to be power forward for the Raptors, but maybe, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. within reason, but, yeah, but you know, yeah. I, I could be a doctor. Like if, if, I, if that's something that I really wanted to do and wanted to have the time, um, yeah. I could find a way to make that happen or, you know, like, and who mm -hmm. knows, maybe I'll get my PhD one day. I don't know. I don't know if yeah. I want to do any more school but... <laughs> you got another 10 years in you when i finished my master's i was like that's it i can't wait to read it and then i read the old man the sea the first book i read after after i finished school just just to read a book that i wanted to read you know which yeah. hemingway love love hemingway anyway mm -hmm. um so yeah so um if you have questions if you yeah. have uh if, if if anything about this podcast in in, in our part two or part one um, has driven you or bring brought ideas or questions about please um you know ask some questions drop some comments in the in the uh thing below here uh email us um but there is so much more to this that is intricate and and really unique to each individual human experience that um uh either you know chuck or i or lisa or any member of the team can can definitely uh help with that walk through that or we can bring another show yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, and, and remember guys, you can do that anywhere you see the logo. I, I think it's just the easier way to say it now, right. You know, yeah. wherever you are, yeah. <laughs> you can ask those questions or direct message or, or whatever you want to do. And of course the email is as it's podcast at gmail.com. So, um, why don't we move on to the mailbag and, sure. uh, go from there. We've got some great questions today as we always seem to have great questions. They get, seem to get better and better all the time. So, um, not that the first ones weren't great. I shouldn't say they, they seem to get more, um, very in detailed all the time. I don't know. I was looking for something to save that from. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. All right. Put, the, put all right. the shovel down. <laughs> right. Story of my life, man. Story. Yeah. Of my life. yeah. All right. So uh, the first question comes from Amy in Nashville, 
And Amy asks, what strategies do you recommend for coping with cravings and triggers during the recovery journey? We've talked about this before. I, 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 it's not that we can't, it's, it's something that we can't talk about enough, right? For instance, you know, some of my own cravings, things that, that came up last week, right? So uh, that we talked about. So, I mean, hey, if I'm still asking the questions, certainly some of our listeners are. So, yeah. yeah okay. Um, yeah. And so like, you know, like, I think like the first thing we need to do is do, uh, you know, we need to, we need to do a shame check. Like how much of shame is driving this? How much of I'm not enough is driving this? Uh, and, and, and so like, there's a depth to like understanding what's underneath it all. Um, cravings triggers are, um, are a flag or an indicator of a turbulence below. Okay. You know what I mean? So like the whole iceberg yep. thing, uh, it's not actually, there's something happening there. I think the first thing to do is normalize, um, mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, everybody that has experienced characteristics of addiction, that's going through, uh, any form of, uh, recovery or rehabilitation is going to experience this. It's going to happen. You know, yep. we lived our lives this way for a long time. If, you know, like if I lived on a beach my whole life and put, uh, you know, that coconut oil on my skin, every time yep. I smell coconut oil, I'm going to be on that beach, you know, and so yep. like, that's yep. going to happen. So that's a visual uh, I didn't need. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially these days. Uh, <laughs> so my, uh, my, my advice is to like, you know, be, give yourself a break. Like, it's okay. Here's what I'll say. And I said it in the end of last one. When you have a plan, you're in trouble. Yeah. Yep. Okay. When, yep. when, when we're like, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. Here's how I'm going to get away with it. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, that that's when we're in trouble. And that means that there has been, uh, we have lost alignment. We have lost our ability to access um, rhythm within our life world. Mm-hmm. And there, the gap that is created in between the the set point and where we are in our trajectory, that is where that pain fills and we need yeah. to cope. And it feels mm-hmm. like if we use, it'll get us back to this place, but it actually takes us way off. Way off the indeed, opposite. Right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I recognize your triggers, like um, Bic lighters, tinfoil, like, and then we have a conversation. I, I would recommend accessing vulnerability through your support network making authentic connection and expressing with transparency. It's exactly what you're experiencing. I, I was we, just about to say right there for me, say it out loud, but yeah. I, I can't even begin to, to express how important that is and, and how, how, how powerful that is as far as, you know, addressing it and, and, and getting past it, I guess. Right. If you want so, it, it, you know, and that's no, by no accident. It's when we verbalize that it loses its power. It's when yeah. it gets in the tumbler of our own consciousness and, yeah. and starts to turn into all these different things. Like, uh, you know, in our heart, we it, there's purity. When we feel, it's pure. Fear cannot hide in my heart. I know mm-hmm. it's there. Fear can turn into so many things in my head. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But when I say it out loud, if I say it to you, Chuck, I'm like, oh, like, I yeah. that makes no sense, or that sounds ridiculous, or like, you know, and so like, and, and you know, it goes back to the power of the pen. So even if you can't talk to somebody, mm-hmm. journal it. Yeah. Write it out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like, uh, and I'm not saying like go through the world with a little checklist of all your triggers and be writing them down. I'm just like, understand the emotion that is attached to whatever that object is, whatever that trigger point is, whatever that energy is, that person, that phrase, and understand that that is not part of who I am or who I want to be. 
It is a yep. part of a process. And I'll say it again and again and again. As long as we're breathing, we're in process, which means we're constantly changing and there's constantly moving parts. So, um, you know, cravings are going to happen. I don't know what you guys know about post-acute withdrawal syndrome, but um, it's 18 months before your brain is fully repaired of abstinence before we we have, and our brain will be better than it ever has been. Now, the male brain takes uh, 26 years to develop to completeness. Yeah. Legal alcohol is 19 here. Yeah, so... Right. So most of us have never actually experienced the capacity and potential of our fully healthy brain. 24 yeah. years old for women. Women develop their brain faster. Right. We all knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. They're pretty much smarter. So. so I just want to take a quick minute and uh, let you know about a new sponsor of ours, Rosecrest Recovery Services. You might remember Rich Johnson from an episode just recently about interventions, and he was the interventionist, of course, right? So he's come on as a sponsor, and they don't just do interventions. They do family case management, treatment placement. Um, uh, treatment placement is, is a free courtesy service, and uh, reaching out is a free and completely confidential. So give them a shout, guys. You can reach them at 615-484-8792 or email at info at rosecrestrecoveryservices.com. Remember, they lead men and women to a life of recovery. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and so, like, um, and so, like, you know, and then, so in that eighteen, and that eighteen months is the is the, you know, if I'm downtown east side using for twenty years, that's going to be an eighteen month process. It's not the same for everybody, but I yeah. will say yeah. between months five and eight, or four and seven, I can't remember are the most difficult times because that's when the limbic system is doing its reparations. And so that's the emotion center and the memory center where that, so we, we, a memory triggers emotion. I mean, it's, I don't think it's a good design that they put the memory and emotion in the same place. In our brain. You know, like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not working well for us addicts. No, you know I mean? no. so, yeah. That's your story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so like, you know, understand like, and the, you know, like this is why like, you know, and I, I, I I, I caution uh, going into like step four and step five in the four to seven month period um, mm -hmm. because it's a very vulnerable time and a very okay. vulnerable yep. state. Um, yep. But know that, you know, the one thing that we can always count on that we know is a constant is that emotions always shift and change. They're always in motion. So whatever you're feeling, whatever you think you're stuck in, give it 10 minutes, breathe, do a grounding exercise, remind yourself of, you know, like a gratitude list, whatever it takes. But that emotion will change. It's not a state of being like peace is, or like loneliness is also a state of being. It, you know, it, it, it is a, it's an, a, the trigger is, a craving is a part of the emotion center, and it's part of a triggered response through the limbic system, which means it will guarantee it, guarantee it will change. So, you know, it's like, you know what, I have, I want to use, I'm going to give it two hours and recheck in and see if I still want to use. Yeah, right. Give that, it that's two a great technique there. Too. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. Sure. Like, yeah. and, then, and yeah. in that in that time, I'm gonna call my buddy. I'm gonna call my, you know, if you're in the program, you're gonna call my sponsor, or you know, if you're part of a church, call your some member of your church. You're part of your sports team, call them. I call somebody that's on the right to hear part of your stuff. network, right? Yeah, right. But build that network with. Uh, I say like, be. Hold a high standard in the people you surround yourself with in that yeah. network. Because I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not confident that everybody gives uh, good feedback. No. So for me, you got to earn the right to get to, for me to listen to you. That's fair enough, right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that answers that, but I, I, mean, I, I think so. so. I, I mean, yeah. So many versions of that same question, I guess. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, and again, it's going to be asked again, and, and I'm okay with that. And yeah. actually, I'm going to make a uh, an executive decision on this one now. Or what you might not even like this because I'm going to say that's the end of the mailbag, but for a reason, but for a reason, my friend. So we've entered, and because you said you talked about journaling, um, it kind of sparked something that that I want to talk about on the show anyway. So we're going to we're going to go real quick sure. on that. Oh, hey, the, can, I, um, can I just say yeah, uh, what? What, oh, I what, just want to let you know that when I lean back, it's because my back hurts, not because I'm disinterested. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah, I got you. I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I thought it was important so, to say that. <laughs> so we've uh, introduced something to the website. Um, I, I've got just one fellow so far. There's a bunch more stuff coming, guys. Um, and it's called Shattered Stigma Amplifying Voices in Addiction and Recovery. Uh, and what it is is um, some of the people that are attached to the show are going to be submitting uh, blogs. And, and hopefully on a weekly basis, I'm not going to hold anybody to anything. I'm going to see how things go. And, and you know, under promise, over deliver is kind of the idea there. But um, the, the first person that, that I think whose who's, uh, blog post we're going to see is Tammy, who you might recon- or recognize from episodes 92 and 92.5, I believe it was. Uh, yeah, 92 and 92.5. She did that two-part series. You remember, Ryan, you actually spoke to Tammy. Um, out in uh, Ontario somewhere about her daughter, yeah. Brittany. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. So Tammy's actually one of the people that's, that's agreed to contribute in a, in a blog post every week. Uh, she cool. sent me kind of her first, her th- first thoughts this morning. It's powerful. It's, it's amazing. And so the idea is to have people from, um, uh, what, we'll have uh, an interventionist in there if all goes well. We'll have a trauma therapist. We'll have um, um, two different moms that are living it right now with, with adult kid children inside, you know, inside active use right now. Um, a memorial mom, I'd be all sorts of different angles and, and stuff coming out and to be on the blog or on the website there to check out and uh, give feedback to, and, you know, even uh, do some two way communication with them if all works out well. But um, for me personally, um, where it came from, and I won't say who, one of the people that I've approached about doing this blog and I were talking and she's having a really hard time in life. And I thought back to when I was doing my blog and how unbelievably cathartic it was for me. I thought, hey, why don't I do this? And then that just me, like everything else, you know, I've got to, oh, can't just do something simple. You got to blow it up and make it like really complicated and time consuming and stressful, right? Otherwise, what, you know, right? So that's what I did. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, I went from like four in the morning from this idea till by noon, I had the whole damn planet involved. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It was crazy, uh, right? I but, know you're not. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> it's so, funny because so it's, 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 it's on the website there, you know, a shattered stigma. And, and we talk about these things, and, the, and they, the stigma goes away, right? And, and, and that's what the stigma is the worst part about all of it, right? That, that's what keeps us in, you know, it, it keeps us in addiction. It, keeps in, it, it messes us up so many different ways. I, right? I'd, so, like, I'd like you know. somebody to tell me the difference between stigma and shame because. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't see the difference. Right? I think, I, I think yeah, that you know. stigma falls yep. under the umbrella of shame. Well, without one hundred percent, I don't think, I, I don't think a person could really argue that, right? So, and, um, yeah, remember, yeah, I, I just, I just want to say, like, shame needs needs darkness, it needs secrets, it needs isolation to exist. Yeah, stigma yeah. is no different. Stigma is a uh, maladaptive. Um, uh, consequence of the social tapestry, especially with capitalism. Anyway, yeah. I'll stop with that. I do <laughs> want to. I, I'm, 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 you're right. I'm not, I'm not happy with ending the mailbag. You're right. I, I know yes. that there's more questions and I want them. I'm going to save them for next week. Yeah. But it's not my show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have a crazy busy afternoon, as you well know, today, too. So um, that's that's part of the reason, too, is there's only so much time to, to, yep. to give it today. Um, I, I mean, I'd like to do hour and a half episodes every time, but 
that just doesn't work out that way. So um, I'm so looking forward to doing these interviews this afternoon. And, and who knows, by the time this airs, what, what the listeners will have seen or watchers now. I don't know. What do we call them? What do we call them? We Fans? Call... Listeners? Watchers? Um, you know, right? I don't know. Attendees? I, <laughs> just, I, I think listeners or watchers, yeah. Um, <laughs> supporters. 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 There you go, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Supporters of the network. Oh. Yeah, the net. Now we're a network, right? Well, and we are a network. We are a network. I like literally. We are, and I like the way you said that. We we had that talk last night, right? But yeah, um, it, it's definitely turning into something, right? Well, it's not. You know, it's, and, the, you know, it's a series of shows, which yeah, makes it a network. <laughs> yeah, I guess it does, right? And and, and yeah. spanning the globe, like it's a network of people that now is you know we're all over the damn map, right? We're all over North America and into Thailand now. Um, we've covered some in England. Remember the episode with Mike Powers? Yeah, we're yeah. Uh, we're. We're getting around. We're getting around. So we are. Yeah. We're, you're getting questions from cities I've never heard of, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. All the S's just mixing me. <laughs> my lisp come out, right? So. <laughs> Mississippi. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that place with the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. So with that said, that brings us to my favorite part of the show. That's the Daily Gratitudes. Today's Daily Gratitudes are brought to you by Revolution Recovery, helping men recover and become the best selves through support and treatment. They've been there, and they understand. Uh, what you got for us today, Brian? Oh, first and foremost, as always, uh, my beautiful wife and family and uh, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. driving force that they give me every day. Uh, and I'm... Did, did she tell you about our little my, the comment on her Facebook post? No. Oh wait, yeah. Oh, no, I think okay. This <laughs> is so how come people talk about their kids in months? Yeah, yeah, right, right? yeah, yeah. I think right? you're yeah. like eighteen, <laughs> yeah. eighteen. Yeah, I was like, well, months. I'm ninety six thousand hours old, so <laughs> bet you the months doesn't sound so bad now, does it? Right. <laughs> yeah, right. I saw so, that, and yeah. I follow that up with it's, it's your, your man's always going on about perception is real, you know. So right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, like, a lot of people listen to me in this world, so she's one of them that doesn't. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt your gratitudes there, man. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm actually really grateful that I got a partner that can call me on my shit and be honest with me and not. Yeah. But no, uh, my, my beautiful family is just everything to me. I, I love so much. Um, and they, they, this whole thing for me is about, um, is about adjusting, shifting, changing, influencing, impacting the world that my daughter's going to grow up in. My daughters yeah. are going to grow up in. Um, I am super grateful for, uh, the experience I have, um, with all walks of life and, and to be able to see the ignorance and stigma and how that comes about the ontological perspective of that. Um, I am grateful that I can recognize at times my own privilege and hope to be a better ally. Um, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm grateful for um, our network. I'm grateful, like having somebody come up on the street the other day and say, "Hey, you're you're, you're Ryan Bathgate from Gladiscope. Like that <laughs> is the coolest thing, man. Like it's so yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm great. I'm grateful that, that this that 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 what we're doing is helping people. Yeah, yep. you know what I mean. Yep. And like that's just I can't think of a greater mm -hmm. gift. And I'm just I'm so happy to be a small part of that. Ah, likewise. Yeah. Sure. So, and the final gratitude goes out to you guys, the listeners. Um, you know, I'm going to list all the things. If you see the logo, drop a like, comment, share. You know, whatever you got to do. Um, anytime you do these things, you're getting me a little bit closer to living my best life. My best life is to make a humble living, spreading the message. The message is this: If you are in active addiction right now, today could be the day. 
Today could be the day that you start that lifelong journey. Reach out to a friend, reach out to a family member, call into detox, go to a meeting, do whatever the hell it is you need to do to get that journey started because it is so much better than the alternative and purple ribbons. And if you are the loved one of somebody who's suffering an addiction right now, just taking the time to listen to our show, maybe take one more minute out of your day and text that person, let them know they're loved. Use the words. You are loved. That little glimmer of hope just might be the thing that brings them back. Ladybug soaring through the sky 